Xanadu did Kubla Khan a steely pleasure dome decree. It's if you're listening, one person's mission to force your friend to listen to all the music he avoided in high school. I'm Ramsey. I'm Heather. Hello. Hi, Heather. How are you? I'm pretty good. Um, <laughs> Sounds pretty... I don't know what that tone convincing? is. Yeah, con- I'm convinced. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, Heather, did you carve a pumpkin? I want to carve a pumpkin. No, I have one. Maybe I should carve it. Cut into that bad boy. Yeah, I should. I should. I should do that. Um, I mean, this will be technically our Halloween episode, the closest one to Halloween. So I did get a new ghost lamp. Please. Uh, so, mm-hmm. what is a ghost lamp? First of all. Uh, it is a uh, ceramic ghost that has a light in it, and it's a ghost lamp. Oh, all right. It's uh, exactly what it sounds like. Yep. His whole body lights up, and there's holes where the eye should be, and so the light comes out of the eye sockets. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Uh-huh. Uh, the first time I went to Ikea ever in the children's section, they had these little tap lights that were shaped like ghosts. Yeah, uh, and they were called spookas, and I love yeah. them so much. I love I that very much. I also do have a scream mask hanging next to my desk right now <laughs> um, that I'm going to wear in my company um, virtual Halloween party that I uh, am planning and facilitating and forcing nice. my team to it. Yeah. Um, um, when you say it's hanging, I picture it like a bust of a famous person hanging. Um, I'll take a picture of it for you later. It's okay, like, it's-, it's hanging. I don't know. <laughs> it's uh just hanging on the door. It has yet to actually scare me, though, so that's the good news. Though mm. I don't come in this room really at night, or it would probably scare the shit out of me. That makes sense. It's. I mean, it's like, it's my dining room. Once it's dark, what am I, and my dining room slash office, I guess. Uh, so I don't really come in don't here. Don't say slash so. office. <laughs> That was the worst fake scary laugh. <laughs> it, it's true. I oh thought my it was God. just making I, fun of my joke. I love it. it was actually it was it was definitely both, but it didn't do okay. either well, frankly. <laughs> <sighs> well, this yeah. episode just got seventeen okay. to thirty-two percent more spooky. Yeah. Uh more like seven percent. Okay. Ramsey. We're yes. not doing a spooky album today. Good. Um, well, it, but it could scare you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so this was a listener suggestion. I don't remember by who, if I'm being honest, I should have written it in the spreadsheet and I didn't. Um, okay. Whoever submitted it, thank you. Um, today we're going to do uh, Green Day American Idiot. Okay. I've heard of uh, this. Yeah, same. Uh, I the don't really know this. No, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I know this album very well, but I'm looking at the ty- like the album, like the tracks, and I'm like, I maybe I do know all these songs. Hmm. So I don't. I'm not really sure. My actual opinion on this album is what I'm getting at. This is also their seventh album. In wow. my head, if you had made me, if you had made me be like, Heather, what album number is American Idiot? I would have said four, I think. <laughs> they have so many albums. Was was Dookie their first album? 
I think it's second. Let's see. Okay. Let's see. Let me look. Let me look. Oh boy. So Dookie, Nimrod. Oh no, was Dookie the first one? Maladroit. Gratitude. Yeah. Um Okay, sorry, I'm trying to read very quickly. Yeah, I believe Dookie was first and then Insomniac and then Nimrod and then Warning. I did I never even heard of Warning mm. in my life. No, I don't know what that uh, is. Uh I feel like I'm missing some. I don't know. Okay, whatever. Somehow this is the seventh, even though. <laughs> just trust me. Just according to Wikipedia, it's the seventh. I don't know. Uh, I can't read this fast enough. Anyways, um, I obviously know the title track. Uh, I don't know what else I know. I've never seen the musical. I hate that that exists. That seems so stupid to me. <laughs> is Wake Me When September comes on this one? Yep, I know that one, I guess. It's September ends, but also, yes. Um, All right. Yeah, right, right, right. Whatever. That sounded close enough. Um, (laughs) Jesus of Suburbia is on this one, which I think I definitely know that one. And then Boulevard of Broken Dreams, I feel like I also know. know. Uh, Oh, I can sing that one to you. I know Mm -hmm. that one. We'll see if I remember it. Do you want Um, me to sing it to you? No. You're not responding. (laughs) No, no, no. Um, Also... These songs are long as shit. <laughs> no, I mean, it's a Broadway show. They've got to like, they're singing to bring the roof down. I, 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 also one, two, three, four, five, six of the nine songs are explicit. So buckle up. Yeah. I'll try not to cry. Yeah. Try not to cry. Um, I, to be honest, I don't really have much of a recollection of this album when it came out in the year 2004, which I had not mentioned yet. Um, I was already in college, so I think I just was like, just didn't really care. Um, and that's all. And then the musical came out and, and I made fun of it. Sure. Um, how about you, Ramsey? So I actually was pretty sure that this came out in 2004 because um, I was in my second year at community college and uh-huh. I had a friend, uh, Justin, who worked at the very tiny uh, radio station there. And I remember these songs being played a lot on okay. that radio station. That makes sense. Um, yeah, uh, I don't, I'm curious if in retro, I mean, here's the thing. Obviously people love it. Um, my friends and I got in a fight the other day because someone asked the question, which band do you like more based on their full catalog, Green Day or Blink-182? Mm-hmm. To the surprise of no one, I stand Blink-182. But I was shocked at how many people actually were like, Green Day full catalog. And I was like, what? What was the percentage I- breakdown that went for either? Mm. Mm. It was almost 50-50 and then one abstain. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, but yeah. So I don't know. So I'm curious. I think that's what piqued my interest in doing this is trying to remember what the hell they sound like uh, other than just Doogie. Right. Uh, that's all. Do you, do you know if this was written from the beginning as like a concept piece or if that was sort of reinserted into it? Great question. It was a concept album dubbed a punk rock opera by the band members. Gross. Uh, American idiot follows the story of Jesus of suburbia, a lower middle-class American adolescent Mm anti-hero. The album expresses the disillusionment and dissent 
of a generation that came of age in a period shaped by a tumultuous event such as 9-11 and the Iraq War. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. I, we, we haven't mentioned W yet. I forgot that that was a big part of this whole thing. Uh, I didn't remember that, but of course that makes sense. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I would also be remiss if I didn't mention that there's a Weird Al Canadian Idiot parody. Is it a single song or a whole album? Single song. <laughs> it would be funny if it was a whole album. Wake me when December ends. Yeah. You can yeah. <laughs> it, that would be funny. <laughs> um, okay. Um, Ramsey. I, I, I must request the album art, but I think I can actually describe it to you without yeah. seeing it. I sent it to you, but go ahead and describe it to me. Okay. Uh, it's all black in... There's a font that says Screen Day American Idiot in, I think, white and red. There's a stylized Saul Bass style drawing of a hand holding a grenade that is Damn, very maybe, good. I think. Great, great reference. I love Thank Saul you. Bass. Uh, um, I'm looking yeah. at it now. Uh, oh, it was a heart-shaped grenade that's bleeding. Yeah. Okay. Small detail. Small detail, but you're still correct. Yeah. Uh, Nailed it. I. Thank you. I, I guess I forgot the par- parental advisory for the eight swearing songs. You, did you also forget that it's Green Day Presents American Idiot? Oh, I didn't even see that very tiny presents. I don't think I ever knew that, to be honest. I just learned that uh, today. That's pretty pretentious. Yeah, I don't love that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not a huge fan of that one. Um, I, I'm sorry to do this to you oh, but before we start this, but when did the show start? Was I in New York at that time? I think I might have been. See, let's see. I think I, I feel like that's possible. Um, okay, uh, it's six. Da, 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 da. I should have honestly had this handy. Um, it's success inspired a Broadway musical. Tell me when that was, or is this? Oh, okay. The phrase Broadway musical was highlighted, and I was like, "Is this just going to take me to the Wikipedia page for?" musicals i assumed um, it would have yeah it did not it took me to the american idiot one uh it uh it started at the in berkeley in 2009 and the show moved to the saint james theater on broadway in 2010 oh yeah i was definitely here so maybe that's why and, i know that logo so well yeah the logo for the show looks like it's slightly different um but oh i know this theater it's the block from my office um oh, remember offices um but <laughs> is it where yeah. the harry potter one is now is that the right one no the, the harry potter one is on 43rd street which is literally across the street from my office and uh the saint james is on 44th street i see looks like the producers was there in 2006 i don't mm. know what was there oh wait actually fucking gives me a list frozen was there in 2018 i wonder if frozen was actually still there when broadway had to close Oh, it might have been. Seems yeah. likely. Um, okay, cool. Just curious. Uh, some New York history for you. Uh, we're <laughs> we're the Bowery Boys now. Um, oh no, we did. <laughs> so, okay, okay. So, wait, was it only on Broadway for a year? Um, oh, also, Billy Joel Armstrong was in the cast for a while. I didn't know that. I remember that. Yeah, he he subbed in like towards the end, I think. So. Uh, da, 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 da. Yep. He Tom Kitt was the music supervisor. Okay. Okay. Great. Um, he played the role of no, oh, okay. no, I, ju- I just read it. Uh, okay. 
<laughs> no, I just uh, read it. Oh, he, yeah, Billy Joel Armstrong were, was in it for a week and ticket sales skyrocketed. And uh, he subbed in, he made a few different appearances. Oh, Melissa Etheridge played some, was in it. Uh, D- Davey Havoc from AFI was in the show. What the hell? Um, <laughs> but then basically uh, sales declined and it closed in April of 2001 uh-huh. after 27 previews and 421 performances. Okay. Wow. Well, that's the Broadway show. Is this um, the first uh, album we've done that was turned into a Broadway show? Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> That's like obviously. Are you sure? Just like, can we go through each one and figure out all the 166 episodes? Nope. We're gonna just right. play this album. How about that? Um, all right, I'm gonna play it for real. Classic. <laughs> um So do you like this song? I don't know. I don't remember. Oh. I wanna be an American I'll just sing it for you. Why do I it's know? Well, I know that part. Okay, so you knew the first line. Um, I knew the title of the song. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I think I probably like this song fine. It's, I find I definitely don't like hate it or anything. I definitely, before knowing that this was. Uh, a concept album. I don't think I knew that until it be- turned into a show. I don't think I knew that until today, to be honest. Okay. <laughs> I might. I mean, I might have known it at some point, but it clearly didn't stick in my brain. I, I definitely remember this song being highlighted as a reaction to George W. Bush at the time. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, this... Sorry, it was just reading ahead in the lyrics, and I'm not part of the a red je- neck agenda is a good line. Um, <laughs> it is, I don't know. I do, uh, I'm trying to think of how to say this and not sound like a gatekeeping asshole. Like, mm-hmm. I have, I think I'm struggling with the fact that when these guys wrote this, like, this album, they were rich as fuck. <laughs> Like, and it's like it's not like I mean whatever punk is a mindset it doesn't it really I don't think you have to be poor or rich or whatever I just think I struggle with it a little bit because they had so much success and in my especially in 2004 all the punk bands I listened to would have been very small and so I right. think maybe I just also kind of wrote it off as like a mainstream radio whatever uh so I definitely think I came to it with an inherent bias. But I mean, in return, it's probably kind of stupid bias, frankly. But I think that's probably how I was approaching it. <laughs> yeah, I, I had my experience with Dookie, which mm-hmm. listeners of this show will know. Yep. And I remember the Time of Your Life song coming out and... Uh, being in the second to last episode of Seinfeld. So that's how it impacted my life. Great. Um, And then this was the next time I heard about Green Day, I think. Okay. And I I don't remember having very strong feelings about it. I think I just encountered this song when when it showed up on the radio and I didn't look any deeper than that. 
I mean, we're going into election, and uh, these lyrics are just as accurate as any. Huh. Hey, I mean, this sounds familiar. This definitely does sound more musically than I'm used to from Green Day with that. Sure. That's a, it's a weird rhythm that I'm, I was not expecting here. Yeah. What is a Jesus of Suburbia supposed? To, what is that? <laughs> what is that all about? Let's find out. Um... Um, well, I think based on what we were reading earlier that it's it's the anti-hero. So it's like, ugh, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm struggling with putting this into words. I also need more coffee. Um, <laughs> so, okay, so... This is saying that the song is divided into five separate movements, one in... The first one introducing the main character, an apathetic, drug-addicted loser wishing to not become an American idiot. Um, Wait, is this just Garden State? (laughs) uh, (laughs) And then the main character, Jesus of Suburbia, is inspired by Billy Joel Armstrong's personal experiences creating created by using examples and events from his own life so i don't i mean i don't know exactly oh green day is a character in their own album well billy joe is yeah okay right yeah huh this is an interesting sound in the (laughs) first huh I mean, you're right. This does sound like a musical. Yeah, yeah. The lights have definitely changed, and he's come center stage. Yeah. And it's. I mean, because also it's. I mean, if this is the seventh album in Green Day, or I'm sorry, and Dookie was first. I mean, there's six albums in the middle. I didn't really listen to, so maybe their sound evolved to this, and I just didn't know. I don't. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm like, I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh, those backing vocals are really interesting too. Not a sound I associate with them. The haze? Yeah. The Lumineer style haze. <laughs> yeah. This is interesting to me. I don't not like it for the yeah. record. It almost it sounds like a more um like a it doesn't exactly sound these but it sounds more like a gaslight anthem menzingers type punk band that's a little more anthemic than i think i associated with green day previously yeah it's it's closer to a. also those bands came after this but just saying right <laughs> that was my only point of reference it definitely feels like the top 40 version of green day yeah which i mean it is so that that makes sense <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, it probably literally was, right? Yeah, yes. Like, this feels closer to Matchbox 20 than it does to that first Yeah, I mean, album. this guitar breakdown sounds definitely like that. Yeah. Interesting. 
I did not. Okay, I didn't honestly know that this is what this song sounded like. I've never heard this in my life. When you said that this song had five different movements, I assumed you meant the album, but this does seem to have... This song? Yeah. So no, it's it's broken out. Part one, Jesus of Suburbia. Uh, part two, City of the Damned. Um, part three, I don't care. I think that's the part we're currently in. <laughs> uh, it's the part I'm in. Uh, we're about to enter, yeah, part four, Dearly Beloved. And then part five is Tales of Another Broken Home. Huh. I think we're in a different section. How long is this? No, I this did... is still the I don't care section. Oh. Okay. All right. I mean, Jesus of Suburbia would be the savior of suburbia. Right. I mean, I guess I just don't really know what that implies in this context currently. Cory Booker? <laughs> God. <laughs> I mean... I guess, like, from what I'm reading here, I guess in this context, it seems like... Oh, this is the next section. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting. This is all over the place. Yeah. I like this part. I do too. Um, I, this is going to require some clicking on your end. I apologize. Did they love add the, songs love to the, the musical? <laughs> love oh, the click. That's a great question. Um, otherwise, like maybe they just expanded these sections. I don't know. That's a great question. Let's what? see. What? There's bells? Yeah. Tell me this wasn't written to be a musical. Come on. Man. It yeah, had to like, uh Pomplamoose does a car commercial, Bells. Yeah. Um, let's see. The show features all of the songs from the album and some B-sides. Uh, okay. And a few of the songs from a different Green Day. So all of these are Green Day songs in the musical. Oh my god, it ends with Good Riddance Time of Your Life. Oh, of course it does. <laughs> Okay, I did not know that. Wow. Yeah. Well, and yeah, so I'm... Okay, this is actually... They have this broken down very well. So, like, this song, different characters sing each section. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming... I clearly, obviously, don't know the plot, but, like... Yeah, they're, like, passing it back and forth between a few different characters... It seems like this is likely, like, the introduction to those characters based on what I say here. Gotcha. Got it. Okay. There's also a character named What's-Her-Name. Oh, boy. Okay. I don't... I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. I can't believe Good Riddance is in it. That's really funny. It's like how uh, Spamalot, the Monty Python musical, ends with uh, a song from a different movie, just because it's everybody knows, always look on the bright side of life. That's true. Uh, I'll take this opportunity to say that uh, 
There's a really good Ted Leo music video making fun of the, basically making fun of American Idiot going to Broadway. Oh, okay. Where, uh, I like that. Uh, in it, Paula Tompkins and Julie Klausner play Broadway people who are directing Ted Leo and the pharmacists to turn their song into a big Broadway show. <laughs> it's yeah, I like, I like the sound of that. Uh, I think it's Bottled in Cork is the song. Okay. Can we watch that? Instead, Instead of doing of, this? Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, not the format of our podcast. <laughs> Darn it. And we have seven more songs. Because this song was nine minutes long. Oh my god. I mean, at least it kept... It's technically five different songs, so I'll That's allow true. it. That's true. But watch yourself, Billy. The next song is eight minutes! Oh my god. <laughs> Oof. Okay. Oh boy. So, in terms of like big concepty albums, it's really for this show, it's been this and Coheed and Cambria, right? Mm. Oh, I know this one. Uh yeah. I think yeah. This, this, this is Boulevard of, This is Holiday uh, slash Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Does that mean it's two songs? That would make sense why it's eight minutes, but Oh, oh yeah. I okay. I think I like this song. We'll find out, but I do think I like this one. I don't really remember anything besides the part I'm hearing right now from this song. I, I mean, I haven't heard it in a very up. long time. So, was this also in like commercials and stuff? Oh God, probably. Let's let's see if I can find that out. Okay, I remember this. I feel like, just in terms of the country, this was a big enough album that it's kind of crazy that neither of us have any familiarity with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a great, like, it was huge. Yeah, um, I feel like people could be irritated with us being like, oh, yeah. Sorry. But, like, it's what happens. They had so, this is their seventh album. And I'm not going to know this. Don't get mad at me. Get mad at Heather. Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> it's too mainstream for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not true. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, I'm trying to see. Machine Gun Kelly's biggest fan over here. <laughs> true. Number one fan. Um <laughs> Okay, in popular culture, this song was covered by a lot of people. Okay, I don't want to read that part. Ma- um, Madonna did a great cover of Holiday, I remember. <laughs> um, it was featured in the trailer for Lords of Dogtown. Is that what you were thinking oh, of? I- yeah, definitely, <laughs> I, I would play that on a loop. I don't even know what that movie is. I don't know, Heath Ledger's in it. Uh, I remember the title. Oh, here you go. This song is also used as the background of for a Dr. Pepper commercial featuring Mark Hamill and Chris Pratt. There is no doubt that that is what I'm thinking of. Obviously is what you're thinking of. Yep. Uh, it was also... Ooh. This wait, song wait, wait, was wait. also... Oh, go ahead. What's happening in the song? I don't know. <laughs> I think I heard like a fake police call or something. Let's see. 
Yeah. Mm. You know, we're just creating a vibe. Ugh, I yeah. forgot there was someone named Trey Cool in this band. Um, <laughs> sorry, I just remembered that. Saw it pop up. Okay, I'm sorry. You can continue with the list. Oh, so, oh no. So the, the other fun fact about this song is that this song was su- sung by Dwight Schrute and Andy Bernard in the episode Secret Santa <laughs> on The Office. What? <laughs> I don't remember that. Uh-huh. Uh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I like the idea of Dwight singing this. I feel like Dwight would not agree with this yeah, song. I, don't, I feel like he wouldn't uh, be a big Green Day fan. No. I feel like Dwight would have voted for Bush. Oh, yeah, definitely. Especially in those days, Pennsylvania was a full red state. Ay, ay, ay. Oh, God, this song's not over. No, this is the second half. This is the it part I know. It tricked me. It tricked me. This is the part you know? Well, the next part, the next song I know. The slash part. Yeah. Oh. oh okay I okay I was not understanding what was happening how the did they play this on the radio I don't understand they definitely did there mu- there's uh, they must have broken it up yeah, yes they yeah. broke them up because I know I was getting so confused I like kind of forgot this song existed when I was hearing the first one because I do know the first one I guess holiday apparently it's right. called but obviously I also know this also this one does make more sense that Dwight and Andy would sing this oh yeah this does yes yes this for some reason I know this song the best out of any of the things on this, this song album. was very popular uh well you it's because you know it from the Dr. Pepper commercial. <laughs> and The Office. And The Office. And the trailer for Lords of Dogtown. Oh my god, yeah. I, I had to make <laughs> sure that there weren't actual dogs in that movie. Like, I wanted. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I want to see, let's see. Oh! Hold on. There's a section called Oasis Controversy, which you know I care about. Oh. Um, Noel Gallagher... <laughs> Of Oasis criticized Green Day in late 2006, saying they should have had the decency to wait until I'm dead before stealing my songs. <laughs> I at least pay people I steal from, uh, uh, whatever, whatever. Referencing the fact that Boulevard of Broken Dreams uses the same chord progression as Wonderwall. Today is gonna be, yeah, yeah. I hear it. There's someone a popular mash mix whatever some fucking dj mix the two songs together oh i may have heard that at the time that does ring a bell yeah interesting um, Damn. i don't know if this i love old... an oasis drag <laughs> um recently i was trying to ask siri when oasis when wonderwall came out 96 and i think that's right but this is what siri gave me when was o- Oasis's Wonderwall released? Wonderwall remastered by a. <laughs> 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 
oh, 95. But how? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But I do know that I got it to do it twice and then had to try like 20 more times before it would do it again while, while I was recording it with the wife's phone. so weird. It was the strangest thing and I could not stop laughing. Also, I'm, I'm proud of myself for getting that within a year. Um, yeah, well done. <laughs> huh. That's... It's really weird, though, that it's not every time. I don't understand, because it's a computer. I eventually figured out that if I said Oasis's Wonderwall, it seemed to confuse it. Interesting. Okay. But one of the greatest things series ever done for me. God, I love What's the Story Morning Glory. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Uh, I mean, put it on the list. Oh, it's just going to leave me going, I love this. <laughs> Song's still still on. I don't remember this breakdown. I have a feeling it was probably cut from the radio edit. Which, like, that is interesting. I feel like I probably only know radio edits from this album since these songs are very, like, oddly configured. Right. Okay. When an album... Oh, go ahead. We're on, a, we're on a new song, just so you know. What's this one called? Well, it's called Are We Waiting slash St. Jimmy, but I'm mm-hmm. assuming we're currently on the Are We Waiting movement? I don't know. That makes sense. Never heard of this in my life. No. I don't hate it. <laughs> we'll see, though. This sounds a yeah, little I cheesy. Check in. This one sounds a little cheesy off the bat, no. but I'm not mad at it yet. Something about starting a song with those so yeah we'll see Heather if the front of an album says that somebody is presenting it to you what does that convey to you that's a good question well first it says to me that this band is very pretentious number one That's, that's number one for me as well yes interesting this song is interesting um it also seems to me that like if, if someone's presenting something to me i also feel like it means they didn't make it and they're just showing it to me oh that's interesting like they're just the corporate sponsor right i can see that i mean i work in advertising so that's usually what it actually sure. means in advertising <laughs> um the next thing i, I don't would know have said that, like yeah it, it kind of means that like they've definitely been around for a while it's like i feel like it's saying like this is gonna be a little different yeah that makes sense uh green day is credited alongside alongside fellow california punk bands no effects sublime bad religion offspring rancid and jawbreaker with popular popularizing mainstream interest in punk rock in the u.s just just telling you for your history. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, Green Day was a West Coast band. Is that right? Yeah. Correct. I, nothing to do. I, I can't do anything with that information, but I was just wondering. Well, they came out of the Bay Area. Um, I think we talked about it a little. They came up at... Oh, God. We're recording so early in the morning. I'm, like, not awake. They came out of, like, this one punk scene. Why can I not remember the name of the house? Ugh. Heather, September has ended. You should be awake. Ugh, I know. Ugh, found it. Uh, 
924 Gilman. It was a DIY oh. situation. Uh, and they came out of that scene. I think we've talked about that before. I think so. I think St. Jimmy's here. Yep. This sounds like Green Day. Did somebody oh. have to... He just yelled, my name is Jimmy. Yeah, it's... It's like somebody doing a bad impression where they have to go, my name is Tom Hanks. Yes. <laughs> um, did somebody in the orchestra pit have to yell, one, two, three, four? I hope so. I, like... I am gonna maybe look up YouTube videos because I am kind of curious... Was there a band what on stage? The, yeah. yeah, like what the stage production looked like. I am actually curious in that. I feel like I've seen a photo and it was a bunch of people in like Seattle hipster clothes, like winter caps and baggy jackets uh, in front of a yeah. bunch of like sky, skyscraper cutouts is what I picture. Yeah, that, I, I'm, I was pausing to picture it in my head and I would agree. I'm sure it was awful, right? What? This, the production? I don't know. Musical. I'm trying to... Uh, hold on. I'm trying to Google. I don't know. Because this does sound like a musical to me. So it might have been okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. I don't okay, know. Just... I, have, I have found pictures of the set. It is, uh, the set looks bad. I will be honest. Uh, <laughs> it does not look good. Um, let's see. Uh, seeing Billy Joe do this is very funny to me. The set, I don't understand what's happening with this set. The set looks like... Okay, so I'm trying to find a close... Okay, so the set looks like it is the projections of the inside of a shitty green room that's covered in old flyers but it looks like projections and not like an actual set which is weird mm. oh here's a better one I'll send you this um okay well that's a very small photo hold, please hold um <laughs> I mean this was 2010 before the internet could handle photos I think yeah Sent you the photo. There's also TV screens all over. I just feel like this set is kind of sucky. That's too many guitars on stage. The set the sucks. Cast has a guitar. Oh my god. Oh, there's, there's a photo there's a character. Oh, go ahead. No, oh, there's another photo, and everyone just looks so punk, and I hate it. It's like the ugh. Okay, go ahead. I was going to point out that Billy Joe is on stage, but there's another character who is dressed as Billy Joe with the short skinny tie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a lot. Uh, actually, I take take it back. This looks like it was probably very bad. This this looks like it was awful. Yeah. I mean, it looks it looks pretty bad. I didn't think about the fact that everyone was going to look like a Broadway version of a punk which is to say right. not, not punk. <laughs> like everyone looks so cheesy. Uh, yeah, they they all look super attractive and 
maybe they have a little extra eyeliner. Yeah, like, I can't. I hate it. <laughs> it's not good. Yeah. Uh, I'm still scrolling because now I'm just, like, transfixed. <laughs> in how, and I mean, I'm someone who loved Red, so, like, right. it's... I, uh, okay. It, it looks like this is the corporate version of Rent or Into the Heights. Okay. Yeah, you are not wrong. Uh, here, please look at, please put this in our show notes. Uh, please look at these cool punks. <laughs> oh, no. Please, can you just describe this? Yeah, this is uh, a picture. Um, if there was a Disney Channel original movie about Joan Jett. Yeah. This is the cast. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a bunch of very uh, traditional Broadway actors who are scowling at the camera. Yeah. Wearing very clean denim jackets. Yeah. Uh, nobody has any ripped clothing. No. Which, it's like I think if you're if you're going punk, that's punk step number one. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. Like this uh, one girl has safety pins all over her jacket, but like in yes. the dumbest way I've ever seen. <laughs> They're just in a straight line. I don't know how you're supposed to do safety pins. I don't know. It just looks stupid because it it's also a brand new, brand new dang jacket. Is Reaper Blue Jeans a brand that exists? Never heard of it in my life. I don't know. Okay, I'm assuming it's a fake brand that they made up. Sure. A lot of studs. Both both the men and the <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not great. It's not great. Well, let's check back in and see what song we're on. Um <laughs> Okay, so we're now on track five, which is Give Me Novocaine slash She's a Rebel. Those are two very stupid song titles, Heather. Wait, what? I said those are two very oh. stupid song titles. Correct. I agree with that. Give me Novocaine feels like the kids' bot version of I Want to Be Sedated. <laughs> I took a sip of coffee. <laughs> this sounds pretty normal Green Day to me. Yeah. Did they just name check Toronto? <laughs> I don't know. I thought I heard I that. It's I not mean, important. Probably, if I had to guess. I'm not bad at this one. It's okay, yeah. You know, I haven't heard any of those explicit songs I was warned about. You I'm have. not combing through the lyrics, but it's surprising that I'm not crying, is what I'm saying. Also, the uh, lyric was, from Chicago to Toronto, she's the only one that they call old what's-her-name. What the hell? So, what's-her-name is the rebel. We have now determined that. Um, one of my favorite things about the TV show 30 Rock is that all the side characters have insane last names. Okay. So, like, uh, there's a character, Floyd. His last name is Floyd the Barber. Mm-hmm. Uh, is he a barber on the show or no? No, Floyd the Barber was a character on the Andy Griffith show. Back got, it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay, I like uh, that. 
But Kristen Schaal's character is Hazel. Was her name? <laughs> All right, uh, I like there's, that. There's another character whose last name is pronounced Lesname. I think it is. It's just last name with an accent over the A. <laughs> I like that as well. It's a it's a very dumb running joke that I love. What's Kristen Shaw up to these days? You think? She's uh, probably getting that Bob's Burgers money and right. doing fine. I forgot about Bob's Burgers. Yeah. Good show. Good show. Um, Not like American Idiot. Bad show. We assume bad show. I think allegedly. we allegedly a bad show alleged by us. Yes. Um, <laughs> Wait, I don't think that saves us <laughs> from getting sued. Libel. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> um, this sounds sucky and I don't like it I'm just gonna say uh, this is novel Paul Simon this, over here. <laughs> um, this song is that thing we do or you do uh, uh, that, tell me I'm wrong that that's not what this sounds like but you are 100% correct song is called Extraordinary Girl slash Letter Bomb but we are in the Extraordinary Girl portion why didn't they just make these two songs? And also, wasn't the last one She's a Rebel or something? Yeah, and now maybe this is a different girl who's extraordinary. Does she have a name? Yeah, let's find out. I'll see how the song is sung by in the cast recording. There we go. Oh, no. I. Uh... There is a character named Extraordinary Girl. Oh my god. Is this a well, character guess... named Heather? Oh, interesting. Okay. Just seems and random. Guess, if your main character is named Jesus of Suburbia, I guess it's not that crazy. Okay, but I don't think that's his actual name. His name... Is Jimmy? I think so. I don't know. Here are character names that I can tell from the cast recording. Johnny, Will, Tunny, Tunny. What? Is it is it spelled like T-U-N-N-Y, like how Winnie the Pooh would spell it? Yep. Okay. Heather. Sure. Uh, uh, oh, Theo. What's her name? Uh, favorite son. Oh, boy. Uh, Declan. St. Jimmy, Gerard, Chase, <laughs> Alicia, I don't know, uh, yeah, Ben, Joshua, I don't know if I said that, Extraordinary Girl, um, I think that's it. The fact that there's a favorite son character makes oh. it sound like they're I don't know why, but that immediately says to me, like, oh, biblical allegory, like either a prodigal son thing or a. Well, uh, makes sense Joseph. with Jesus of Suburbia. I know, yeah, which is dumb. <laughs> it yeah, continues yeah. to be dumb. I would agree with that. Yeah, still dumb. Um, this literally just sounds like that thing yeah. you do to me. Yeah, it, it sounds like Green Day trying to do British Invasion. True. I don't like this one. I will say, though, this is the one I have really disliked the, le- the most so far. Everything else has been how, okay. How much do you want to bet 
that there was a t-shirt at the merch table that just says extraordinary girl on it. <laughs> uh, probably. Why aren't these just different songs? <laughs> yeah, I mean, CDs this had the technology now that they could just feed into the next one. Yes! That's so stupid. I think it was Prince, Prince had, like, his fifth album or something that's just one huge track. Okay. I respect that more, where it's just like, no, you have to listen to the whole thing. That's that's doing a thing. This is just annoying. Yeah. Right. This song, I don't know. It sounds okay. It's a little boring. Thus far. Yeah. Uh... What? Ay ay ay. I'm trying to go into the lyrics now. Why? Why would you do that to yourself? Just, just for funsies. I've heard enough. Um. Okay. The town's bishop. The town bishop's an extortionist, and he don't even know that you exist. Why would the town bishop know you exist? Whoa. Sorry. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I don't have a good answer to that. Yeah. The song is boring. I'm just currently looking up Green Day American Idiot merch. It's honestly mostly just the album cover I'm currently finding. Oh, someone made uh, the shirt in Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's made everything. One? Yeah, everyone's made everything in Animal Crossing. Yeah, this merch actually sucks. It's not very good. <laughs> Granted, when I'm searching specifically American Idiot, I feel like it's just going to pull up the ones that are like the album cover. So that might be right. a, a flaw in my search term. <laughs> Have I what? I'm sorry, I cut you off. Uh, I was just going to... Have you designed anything in Animal Crossing? Mm, no. It seems very tedious. Because you have to design it pixel by pixel. Right. I don't want to do that. I'm too lazy. I just find other cool designs that other people have made. I think you... There's also an app where you can upload artwork and it'll do it for you. But I haven't done That's that I'm very lazy about that kind of stuff in Animal Crossing. I just want to make my island look very nice. Right now it's all spooky. This song is boring. Yes. I wish it would be over. Do you want to wake you when it ends? That's the next song. Good. I know that one. I actually don't know that I do know more than just the title. I think I do. I've probably heard it. I feel like you absolutely have heard it. Oh my god, end already. 
song was so boring. It's also when a song is boring and you don't know it. Oof. Right. You know this. Right? This just sounds like time of your life again. No. Yeah, I, I think I know this. I don't remember if I like this song or not, though, to be honest. I definitely remember that part. Sure. Yeah, this is all familiar to me. This song was pretty popular, right? I think so. Just gonna go find out. It was released August 31st, 2005. Smart, leading into September. Yeah. Well done. It was also recorded in September of 2003. Damn, they really got a thing going. Um, uh, it was a hit single. There you go. Um, How many albums have they done post-musical? I don't know. Oh, this is about Billy Joe's Billy Joe Armstrong's father dying. And he died in the month of September. That makes sense. Because honestly, I don't really know what these lyrics are about. I've never actually read them. Right. Oh, <laughs> that's funny that you said about Time of Your Life earlier. Right Rob Sheffield said this is the songs are this song is the sequel to Good Riddance Time of Your Life. Aha. Um Rob Sheffield? Yeah. That's the MTV guy? No, Rob Sheffield is a writer. He I'm thinking of Matt Pinfield. Oh uh, yeah, Rob Sheffield wrote um well, he's a Rolling Stone writer, but he wrote... Oh, God, what's the book he wrote that I love? Um, love is a Mixtape? Okay. You, you never read it. <laughs> I, there's no way I ever read that. It's a great book. Uh, uh, I believe that book was about like his relationship with his wife and his wife passing away. And then he also wrote a book... Uh, talking to Girls About Duran Duran that I really like. Uh, I do know that title. Yeah. I think he's released several something that I have not read, but I should. Um, because I really like him. Um Evan Rachel Wood is in the video for this song. Huh. It was number one on TRL. TRL still existed at this point. Yeah. This song weird, this is weird. This song became closely associated with Hurricane Katrina, which stuck the Gulf Coast uh on August 29, two thousand five. Three days before to, before the start of September, it became symbolic in the aftermath. Hmm. Um, was that this? What year was Katrina? Is that the year this came out? Two thousand five. Yep. Hmm. Same year. Um. Yeah. And now it's a. I'm sorry. There's a section called annual internet meme. Oh sure. Yeah, that makes sense. That's very funny. Pretty soon we'll have one for every month. We've got the... It's going to be May. Yep. This song's okay. It's kind of boring, to be honest. I don't love it. Yeah. 
it's definitely like a verse and a chorus longer than Good Riddance. Yeah, I mean, it's also it's over. It's almost five minutes too, so I think that's also part of it. Right. Hey, this is not a thing you have to look up. But when they played Good Riddance at the Broadway show, do you think they still did the mess up ending or mess up beginning? I bet so. I bet they worked that into it. Yeah. Okay. The next song is Homecoming, which I don't think I've ever heard. Did your school do Homecoming? Uh, yeah. Did yours not? We had, like, we would always have a pep assembly. A pep rally? Yeah. I guess so. Do you call them pep assemblies? I think we did because we got out of eighth period. Pep assemblies? Uh, yeah, I think we called it that. That's, I feel like it's too specific that you said that for it to not be true. Okay. That's crazy to me. Yeah, I never thought about it until you pointed it out to me. I don't know why. Because also a pep assembly sounds like... Like a pep rally sounds like we are, woo, everyone is excited. A pep assembly sounds like you're going all into the auditorium and everyone's like, guys, the big game is this weekend. Go team. Like that's, to me, that's the difference between a pep rally and a pep assembly. A pep assembly, I'm telling you to be excited. I mean, that is how it felt. I I certainly didn't care about the team. I like that I wasn't in class at that moment. Obviously. Um, I probably made fun of the cheerleading routines as they were happening in front of me. Sure. Uh, they called out all the teams. I remember that. And then there would be some sort of, like, thing that would happen, like, a game or something. A game? What do you mean? Like, uh, oh, we're gonna toilet paper mummy wrap a teacher or something. Oh, sure. Would this be at the end of a spirit week, or did you guys just also have spirit assemblies? Oh, um, I think spirit week was a separate week. Now, you didn't do spirit week leading up to homecoming? Maybe we did. I don't remember that detail. That's a really good question. What would you do? Like, what did your high school do for spirit weeks? So the only thing I remember, so we, I, I know we did the classics like pajama day and that sort of thing. But I do remember the, the main one day. I remember. What's that? School color day, I assume. Yep, 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 yep. Orange and black. Yep. Um, the Blue two white. that I remember was we had wife beater day, but they made them change it to a shirt day. Oh my god, that is a very early two thousands thing. Yep. And then um, I remember them sneaking. Oh, so uncreative. That is the worst day. Yep, for sure. It was very, very lame. specific shirt. Okay, go on. Um, and the other one I remember was like you had to wear an item of clothing that had a heart on it and that was just because they wanted to call it heart on day who was running your school (laughs) (laughs) a bunch of children what who let them do that I think that one just managed to sneak by oh my god Somebody in student council also got fired from student council. Yeah. Was it the supervisor? Because it should have been. I don't know. Yeah. You can't fire a kid for being a kid. It's true. 
I think two years earlier, also, somebody said chicken fajitas for the lunch menu and was not allowed to do announcements anymore. That's not, that's not even a thing. It's not offensive. It's not even a thing. That's a fake word. Uh, high school's so stupid. <laughs> like, the, ru- Ugh, the rules are so fake. They're based in nothing. I mean, that's true of all rules. Yeah, that's true. Most laws. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it. I use anti laws. I used to get so mad in high school at fake rules, which is not surprising to anyone. I'd be like, this is fucking. Why? Why? And I loved all the rules and followed them to the letter. This makes sense! (laughs) And it wasn't that I was a rule breaker. I would just be like, why? That doesn't make any sense. Uh, I think that's the better attitude. You're just looking for what is the reasoning behind it. Yeah, and half the time it was just because you're a kid and we're the adults. And I was like, that's a fucking stupid rule. Yeah. Mm. I was a little shit. This is actually one song and it's nine minutes long. Uh-oh, I'm not going to like it. What's it called? It's still, uh, we're still on Homecoming. I just forgot to tell you it was nine minutes. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. So I guess it does have different movements then, so I'm okay with it. Yeah. This is the right. bell movement. And the marching band mm-hmm. drum thing. This is... It's okay. What year did you say this came out? 2004. Were we in Iraq at that point? We were, right? That's a fact I should know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let me Google the Iraq War 2003. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I imagine this as being a reaction to that. This is the, the first time I've Googled a war on this show. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're so 9-11 centered. The, yeah. Uh, we tend to forget what happens after. According to Wikipedia, the Iraq War started March 20th, 2003 and ended December 18th, 2011. And Eight also technically... month and 29 days. I think technically that uh, Coheed and Cambria album was about a war. Sure, but wasn't it in space or something? Where did the saxophone come from? <laughs> um, I oh also... Boy. This vocal quality, uh, though. I'm about to say something really dumb. I don't really understand how war works. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't get it. Like, I, it doesn't make sense to me. Um, I'm not going to learn. Yeah. And I'm not sure I could explain it or if I even understand what you're not. Like, I understand very base level you shoot at your enemies. Okay, alright. Like, how do you know who your enemies are? Hmm. Like, when you're just in a country, how do you know who's who? How do you know who, uh, uh, this is in big-ass air quotes, the good guys and the bad guys are? Because let me be clear, I assume uh, the Americans are the bad guys in most of these situations. I think that's where uniforms start, but in modern warfare, that kind of goes out the window. That also seems crazy to me. Because why wouldn't you just not wear that uniform then, and then they wouldn't know you're the enemy? I think because you're you are there to fight. You you are there to help win the thing. 
What does win mean in this situation? Get them to give up and stop fighting you. Make them say uncle. (sighs) Maybe, okay, maybe I don't understand it because I literally think that war is stupid. And so my brain won't comprehend it. I'm not saying you are like pro-war, don't worry. But you know what I mean? I'm just like, I'm just like, what? I also think, I can't believe this is where our podcast has gone, but I, I think the bigger issue here is that the wars in our lifetime are, are yeah. very, very different than, like, the Revolutionary War, where it's, like, country versus country, formal declarations. Or or World, World War II, obviously. Mm-hmm, like that, mm-hmm. okay, You know what? I think you're right, because now that you said that, that does make more sense to me, where there was a more clearly defined thing we were fighting for, and I couldn't tell you half the time what the shit is that we're in wars about. So right. I, I think you're right. I think that's where the my break mental breakdown is about it. Yep. <sighs> okay, well, we solved that. Thanks. I realized now it wasn't a dumb question. Our wars just don't make sense. Got it. Yeah, we solved war. Great job. <laughs> yeah, we, we solved it. It's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Heather, which is worse, space or war? Oh, war. War is definitely worse than space. Okay. I just want to make sure... Because we're not going to space to fight aliens. Is Star Wars the worst thing you can imagine? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes, but that doesn't mean I don't support our troops. (laughs) I don't don't know who our is in that argument, for the record. I think the rebels. I think you support the rebel alliance. Are they good or bad? Their name is Rebel. Yeah. You feel the same way about Rebel Wilson, right? Yeah. But are they rebelling against an unjust government? I mean, it sort of depends on your perspective. Ugh. Okay. Well, I guess we're never going to find out. (laughs) So, see? I still hate war. It doesn't make sense in space or on Earth. You you just sounded like you did a PSA. I did about Star Wars. (laughs) Star Wars, yeah. Literal Star Wars, not the movie Star Wars. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, this is the last song. This <laughs> this podcast episode has truly gone somewhere. This song is called <laughs> What's Her Name? All one oh, word. Man, this is our closer. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, I feel like I've heard this one before. Maybe I haven't. Unclear. I don't think I know this one. Yeah, let's see for the chorus, I guess. Hmm. No, I mean, I don't know. Boy, this is reminding me of an 80s song, and I can't pull which one. That sounds like you too, though. It does. The Edge, I was reading in the Wikipedia, played... Wait, hold on. I don't want to... I'm going to fuck it up. Hold on. I, I need to go back. I'm still just in a tab that says Iraq War. Um, Once <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Wake Me When September ends was performed live with the U2 guitarist The Edge in the pregame show of the Monday Night Football game between the New Orleans Saints and the Atlanta Falcons. It was the first game played in the Superdome in New Orleans after the hurricane. Wow, it really was a Katrina song. It really was. Huh. 
I have no recollection of that, but I guess it's not really surprising. I'm kind of shocked at how many Bush era milestones we hit in this episode. (laughs) 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 Katrina, the Iraq war. Yeah. This is a post nine 11 album. So we can now hit that check that box. Yep. That's true. You know, yeah, I don't know this song. It's okay, it sounds like a closer though. Like, I get it does sound like a closer. I mean, I don't know what we're summing up, but you know, right. Let me click on over to the lyrics here. See what we got going on. <laughs> Did you just open a can? Oh, shoot. It's a little early for beer, Ramsey. What's happening? Uh, my screen's dirty, so I'm cleaning it with my eye clean solution. Is your eye clean solution in a can? Uh, that was like the plastic cap coming off oh, the top. It sounded like you were cracking a... Um, there it is again. Yeah, a bottled can top. Um, uh, yeah, I'm so sorry that that showed up on the mic. It's funny. Uh, okay. I'm trying to read what these lyrics are about. Um, oh, okay. So this this is about Jesus being home and living in normality. I obviously don't really understand that in the context of this album. And But he still regrets losing What's-Her-Name. It's been so long he can't even remember her name. He wonders uh, what happened to her. All he has is his memories of her. The album ends with him still trying to forget her. Okay, that actually makes complete sense. Yep. All right. I wonder okay. Go I ahead. I wonder how much of that you're able to get when listening to the actual album. How much of that was informed by the Broadway story after the fact? Well, that's in the lyrics to just the song itself. Oh, I don't know. Okay. I see what I mean. Um, I don't know. Um, wait. I, I don't know. I, there's a tweet that Billy Joe Armstrong said, and I don't understand it, and I'm not going to be able to decode it quick enough. Um, <laughs> like just sent or sent in the past? No, 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 no. It's just, it's like pinned in, in genius. Um, that album uh, was fine. <laughs> I don't love it. Yeah, I feel like... I don't hate it. I don't yeah, the, love the it. Sing- the singles that were clipped away from the other songs they were attached yeah. to, I think were good. Yes. Uh, I agree to that assessment. The other songs, never heard them. Probably mm-hmm. won't ever hear them again. Until I look up it's- scenes from the musical on YouTube because I still am going to do that even though I uh, know it's going to be bad. But now I just got <laughs> it. I gotta. Uh, yeah, if we have to do an emergency recording where we uh, watch clips together, that's that could happen. Yeah. Um, I... Yeah. Oh, wait. Hold on. <gasps> Please hold. Please hold. Wait. Just wait. Oh, now I'm wondering, do they just... 
<laughs> it's the cast recording. I, yeah. But do, now I'm just wondering, though, do they just play the tracks every night? Because this is exactly the music from the album. It could be that just for the cast recording they did. But there was... Yeah, yeah, maybe. That would be so weird. Okay. That would be very weird. Um, Interesting. Okay. Do you want to hear Canadian Idiot? No. Okay, that's fine. (laughs) Uh, His best work, I'll I'll admit. Okay, Um, fair enough. This feels like... I skipped a step where, like, I've heard Dookie, where it's very raw and they feel very young and... We pronounce that word differently. I know. Oh, well, I change it every time I've said it. You could clip oh. out two different versions of me saying it today because I don't really know how to say it. I say dookie, but I would not say that that's the definitive. I I don't know. I pronounce yep. everything wrong. So I, I pronounce it with like the two dots above the O. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So go ahead. Sorry. I interrupted you. That's okay. No, no, totally fine. Uh, where that's like a very raw and, and uh, youthful album, whereas this is what they've sort of evolved into like as... Mm-hmm big old poppy hits yep um it's interesting like jumping from one to the other without hearing that transition period yeah because i think it's a pretty big jump (laughs) it is it is like there are remnants in this that i can hear that sound like that album but i don't i really i'm missing all the steps in between that got us to here so i think that's definitely a little more jarring and definitely a little more like unfair for me to come to it as like not having heard anything in the middle um i didn't love it but yeah i didn't hate it i don't imagine it's a great musical um (laughs) i'm sorry if it's your favorite broadway musical uh i think i'm willing to definitively say it was a bad musical without just by looking at the pictures yeah it looks pretty the pictures look pretty (laughs) the pictures really didn't help it at all um yeah i think that's fair I mean, um, I will say, I think overall, this improved my opinion of this album. Um, I because I had never, too, yeah, because yeah, I had never sat down and listened to it front to back. And I'm, I like it more than I thought I was going to. But there are some songs that I really, it's just like not for me. And I do wonder if it was written like with grander, mm-hmm. like uh, ambitions than just being an album. Cause it does all sound like that, but obviously coming to it after the musical already existed, it's really hard for me to divorce those two things in my head right. to do it just like independent of itself. Um, it was all right. <laughs> yeah. I, I think because I knew it was eventually a Broadway show, I was expecting this to sound more like, like a panic at the disco album where it's like grand theatric. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not really that. I do feel like it is authentically their version of what that would be versus them trying to fully do something that doesn't make sense for them. Yeah, this Uh, is closer to like Jesus Christ Superstar than anything. Dang, I love Jesus Christ Superstar. I do too. I I will apologize. (laughs) Um, Yeah, all right. Review was, it was all right. It was all right. It was all right. Um, okay, we did it. We did it. Congratulations. Uh, thank you to whoever suggested that album. I don't, actually, I feel like maybe they suggested it before we added the name field, so I don't know that I'm being a jerk. Um, (laughs) but yeah, send us more. We'll do more listener suggestions. That's fun. 
yeah, we uh, you can find that right on the website if you're listening.com. There's a form to suggest stuff to us or yeah. we re- or reach out on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Either um, one works. And speaking of this, uh, it's been a while since we've gotten to do this, but oh, if yeah. you give us a review on iTunes, we will give you a little shout out. And I want to give a shout out to Jimmy Kandunk. Jimmy Kandunk left us a review on iTunes. Love it. We appreciate it. We do. Um, awesome. Ramsey, where can people tweet at you? You can tweet at just me if you want to yell at me about Star Wars uh, mm-hmm. at Ramsey ESS. Great. Uh, and you can find everything I do there. Heather, how about you? At Heather Shea, S-H-A-E on all the social media. Um, uh, what is the topic that somebody should yell at you about this week? Not liking this album, probably. <laughs> okay, well, that's reasonable. Uh, actually, I would love if everyone could tell us it, which band they prefer full catalog, Blink-182 or Green Day. Oh. I, would love, I would love to see the, that breakdown. And actually, I, I want to add to this. As a musical fan, if anyone saw American oh, Idiot God, on stage... I would love to hear that. Please tell us about it. Yeah, I would, I would be genuinely curious. If it was really good, I would be, I would be interested to hear that. Same. Yeah, I, I want to know what you thought. And I also yeah. really want to know if they sold an Extraordinary Girl t-shirt. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>